I'm Ashley Baxter, the founder of With Jack. And after so many years helping freelancers stay in business, I'm no stranger to the kinds of problems you face. But freelancing doesn't mean having to face these problems alone. In a lot of these situations, there is help available. I'd like to share these stories with you so that you can be a confident freelancer. Some freelancers only get insured because a client's requested they carry insurance in the contract. I know that I'm biased because I work in insurance, but it is a reasonable request. It shows that they are entering into a working relationship with a professional and if anything goes wrong and the client wants to recover damages from you, then there is a process in place that enables that and there's legal experts to facilitate it. However, there are some clients that ask for a very high level of cover as well as products that aren't necessarily relevant to your setup as a freelancer. A common one that we see is 10 million of professional indemnity insurance, 10 million of public liability insurance and 10 million of employers liability insurance. In some cases, we've even seen contracts that require you to have company car insurance. Not only is this going to make your insurance premium sky high, but for many freelancers, it's an unnecessary level of cover. Firstly, assuming that you are a one-person outfit, you don't need employer's liability insurance because you're not going to sue yourself, are you? And with the request for 10 million of professional indemnity and public liability, this level of cover is significantly higher than the average claim that we see with freelancers at With Jack. In other words, it could be a bit overkill and it might even lead to you considering turning down the job because you don't want to pay thousands of pounds for insurance when the value of the job might not be worth it. So how should you approach clients when they ask for this level of cover, when they add an insurance clause to your contract for a very high level of cover? It all comes down to negotiating. Generally, what we find with this insurance clause is that it's not there because the client's trusting you with a mission-critical job. It's simply part of a boilerplate contract that's given to all vendors that enter into a working relationship with that client, whether it's a a large multinational corporation or, like yourself, a one-person freelancer. And whilst it might make sense to ask a large corporation to carry higher cover, after all, they have more moving parts, more people involved, the value of their input to the project might be higher, we've already established that this particular clause might be overkill for your situation as a freelancer, but obviously you'll want to use your own judgment for that. Fortunately, contracts are there to be negotiated. I think that's something that freelancers can sometimes forget. It is perfectly okay to negotiate the terms and conditions, or even just ask for clarity around a clause. In our experience, the client is usually open to negotiating the terms. I think we have only ever seen a couple of clients stand their grounds and insist on meeting those requirements. Secondly, consider asking if there is any room for compromise. So make it known that you do want to carry insurance. Maybe you're already insured, but 
can you remove the request for employer's liability because you don't have any employees? So that could instantly save you 50 plus pounds. Are they open to compromising the level of cover for professional indemnity and public liability insurance? 10 million is generally on the high side for a one-person business and obviously this is depending on the nature of what services you offer but based on the average claim that we see it with Jack where most of our customers are designers, web developers, photographers, none of them come anywhere near to that value. So will your client compromise on a limit of 1 million or 2 million which will keep your insurance premium in the low hundreds instead of thousands. One freelancer we spoke to said that their client was happy to change the clause and that they found out simply by asking that the head office includes the insurance clause in all contracts by default and the local office the freelancer was working with was happy to change the requirement. So have the confidence to negotiate, to query if you're unsure about a clause in the contract and compromise to better suit your needs. Not only will this still leave you with insurance, which is a good thing for you and your client, but you could save yourself a lot of money in the process. So, to recap, some boilerplate contracts have insurance clauses that are given to all vendors, so they might seem OTT for a freelancer. Whilst you should be insured anyway, if the level of cover seems high or the policies they're asking you to have are irrelevant to you as a freelancer, remember the contracts are there to be negotiated. Compromise on the level of cover if they're asking for 10 million, what about suggesting 1 million or 2 million? In most cases, you'll find clients are happy to do this. I'm Ashley, the founder of With Jack. Thank you for listening to Unsure Insure. If you enjoyed the episode and you did learn something new, then tell a friend and leave a review. 